0: Welcome back, everyone, to another two tight ends podcast. I am your co host, Connor, and with me is a man whose mom suddenly became the biggest New York Jets fan. It's Neil. Neil, why did your mother become a New York Jets fan all of a sudden?
1: Very bad timing. I, it was just, I think it's, I think it's cause Zach Wilson's Mormon, but, <laughs> but, uh, she's got, she got to support the homies. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. She's got to support the homies, but let's hope that's all it is. You know what I'm saying?
0: Can, real quick though. Can we, can we talk about this for a second? Because I think this is one of the, I mean, just one of the greatest, like, like drama things to happen in football lately but the way it was revealed is so underratedly funny because do you know do you know how it got like how it how it came out yeah I believe that this so. happened okay so uh just for those who don't know his longtime ex-girlfriend i guess at this now, point, now uh, yeah right. obviously now ex-girlfriend um it came out that she had started dating his old roommate and friend from college um who's a wide receiver on the ravens fact check question mark um wasn't like commanders
1: at one point but not that he's going to make the roster or anything
0: yeah anyway point is he's he's also a football player and uh, someone called her a homie hopper in the comments well
1: they they posted a picture together and that's like uh, and then, yes, somebody posted. Uh, yes, uh, homie hopper in the comments. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. So so somebody po- somebody said, oh, she a homie hopper. She or she the she she actually a homie hopper in the which, comments or something which, like that,
1: which that was the first news to come out. Wow. Uh, Zach Wilson, this girlfriend, you know, portrays him with his friend or whatever. Yes. Right? Yes. Like that was exactly. story
0: was running for a minute. Exactly. But the greatest thing is that she responded to that comment and said, This all happened because he banged his mom's best friend. He is the The, real homie hopper. (laughs) And I died. I absolutely died. The internet won that day. She won that day. She won for life. (laughs) Now... Uh, i will say did you did you see zach's uh response to all of this? it was great it was perfect it was it was probably the the best case scenario probably the best way he could have handled it
1: that's how you respond you know you don't you're you're not drumming up anything else not really and you're kind of acknowledging it without acknowledging it
0: yep no honestly couldn't have handled it better i i do wonder if he came up with that or his agent came up with that <laughs> <laughs> either way
1: though
0: it worked either way great response great way to, to kind of just like we're gonna brush that under the rug real, real quick and not talk about it again
1: yeah yeah but tell the people who what he said
0: uh oh yeah yeah so for those who don't know what he <laughs> said sorry my bad. my bad my bad my bad um yeah basically he was just like oh sorry i was at uh tag whatever ranch with the boys uh this past week didn't have great cell service. What I miss. it was like all right cheeky nice little nice little response there um and uh yeah no i mean i thought he he responded pretty pretty well to the whole thing it was Um, funny though
1: because i feel like i feel like the uh his ex responded with that as a like haha gotcha like oh like every you know like trying not trying to win favor but in a way winning favor on her side right And then, but the internet took it through. The internet was like, yo, Zach Wilson's a dog. He's (laughs) he's in the Mills. He's all, you know, the internet was totally on Zach Wilson's side. It was hilarious.
0: Well, the best part was there was really no size. There was no like divisions drawn. It was because it wasn't like, oh, Zach versus his ex girlfriend. It was just kind of like, well, he banged his mom's best friend. So that's why it happened. And everyone was like, oh huh. nice <laughs> yeah my my favorite were all the memes about comparing or like calling zach wilson basically finch from american pie and stifler's mom <laughs> that was the greatest oh my gosh i was absolutely dying the entire time
1: i loved um uh what young gravy said to it and for those of you who don't follow young gravy gosh. uh a, a rapper um he is known for being a milf lover (laughs) and he like he will literally like try to invite like he he tells people to bring their moms to his concert so he can invite them on stage
0: that's so funny
1: and so he was like he posted on tiktok the other day he's like you know i i like this team in baseball i like this team in basketball never really rooted for a football team but i think i found it
0: go jets (laughs) baby (laughs) I also, I also love that people were bringing up the fact that apparently, I didn't, I didn't know. It was apparently Zach Wilson took two college cheerleaders to his senior prom or whatever, and they're all like, he always had that dog in him. <laughs> <laughs> and then the the, the best one, new, <laughs> the best one, which I, 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 this is probably photoshopped, but it was like. It was some picture of his on Instagram, and then it, it's it was looking at the the likes underneath it, and it's it was supposedly that that uh, Lisa Ann, the the yeah, yeah, male yeah. porn star, was one of the likes or whatever. He's like, you know, we got that dog in. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: pretty, dude. It's so good. Oh. All the memes are so great. Uh,
0: it was just it was just a fun time all around. Yeah, I do you know, I do think that that his ex girlfriends like initial response that like sparked all this was so underrated because of all the memes that came after it because bro what what a thing to to call him a homie hopper when he's talking about his his mom's friends like so funny gosh it's great um should we talk other football should we talk other football news real quick or what were you gonna say
1: no no that's it I, i was just gonna say we stand zach wilson now for sure
0: <laughs> we we did before, but now
1: <laughs> but now
0: it's <laughs> a legend uh,
1: yeah, let's talk let's talk about other football news. What's going on lately, man?
0: uh, well, you know, as the Resident Panthers fan, let's talk about it Baker think... Baker is going dude <laughs> talk about what dude? what's going on? you okay? uh yeah, let's talk about Baker coming to the Panthers. um, I don't hate it. I'll be honest, and i I don't. I don't feel like this is me trying to convince myself a oh, delusion. Bottom line,
1: he's do better than Sam Darnold.
0: Yes, yes, 100%. Yes, he is. Yeah. So and, Yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, well and cuz what like what do we trade for? It was like a conditional fifth round pick or something like that. Something like that. It, in 2025 or 20, 2024 or something like that. So, I don't know. I yeah, I was talking to uh, one of my buddies at work that I think I've mentioned before on here. Shout out, Nathan. We talk we talk football and college basketball all the time. <clears throat> but, uh, you know, he was saying... He was saying something to the effect of, like, they may have done this really in the, the delusion that they do think Baker could actually move the needle for us and, like, go to the playoffs and, like, all this junk or whatever, which, like, maybe he does, right? Like, maybe he shows some of those flashes he showed in Cleveland. But at the same time, like, he is easily in the, like, let's say top 16 to 22 to give us somewhat of a range of good, like, of, 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 uh, he's probably ranked like 16 to 22, somewhere in there of QBs in the league. And, but like, where is Sam Darnold? I mean, Sam Darnold's down in like the high 20s. Or, or worse that was my saying? point. Like,
1: we, we brought it up a, a few weeks ago that's my point we kind of went through a lot of the starting qbs and i'm like well is baker better than him i feel like he's better definitely better than the bottom third of the league yeah and then at his best i do think at his best i think he can be like you know number 14 number 15 kind of yeah yeah like, kind and, of and,
0: very mid-tier
1: right or, or just above above average maybe and so, exactly. Like, exactly if they get the best out of him and they did a fifth round pick for him and he's better That's, than Sam Darnold. I say, why not? You know, that,
0: why not? That was my thing is like, because because, like the, the point that my friend brought up was like, you've kind of shut the door though. Now on like drafting, trying to draft an elite QB. I'm like, but for like, how? I mean, really have we? Because like we gave up nothing to get this guy who is automatically better than our current starting QB. And then on top of that, like, if he doesn't work out this year, oh no, we'll go draft a QB or we'll, well yeah, even, you, or or maybe we'll even wait a year if we don't like this draft class. Like I just feel like honestly, I like this move just in general. Like do I like Baker Mayfield in general?
1: Not necessarily. We'll, we'll brings, see, right? <laughs> yeah, we'll see. yeah.
0: Exactly. I mean, and cuz I I do feel like he brings a lot of drama with him. He has since his days at OU. Like he's always been a bit of a drama queen and yeah. and a polarizing figure, but um yeah, I mean, who, who knows? Maybe and maybe that's a product of his environment. Maybe like you know, he was just a it's not nose punk at OU. Gets to Cleveland, it, you know, it's Cleveland, which is the killer of dreams. So maybe he was like just still kind of like bringing some of that drama with him, even though he you know did give him one of the best seasons they had in years. I was gonna um, say even as still, a
1: rookie, like it, he had a he had a really good rookie season when he came on in relief of yeah, Taylor. Yeah, like, yeah, he had a good like he was kind of it was a little up and down, but it was electric, man. He was fun to watch.
0: Yeah, exactly. And then gave him one of the best seasons they'd had in forever. And then they were still dicks to him. Like it just, it like I, I honestly felt That's bad for him. And I was like, hey, you know what? We'll give you a good home, bud. Don't worry about it.
1: <laughs> That's we'll the. Take it, you. I feel like honestly, it, we're kind of talking feelings right now. I think Baker just wanted to be wanted, and the Browns obviously didn't want him at all, which is fine. I get it. Which Deshaun was Lawson.
0: so weird.
1: It's just weird. It's weird how they handled the whole situation. They really could have handled it better.
0: I mean, but, I, also, I also understand, like, okay, if Deshaun's on the table, like, you're not going to not go for Deshaun Watson, right? I mean, unless you have some kind of, like, morals driving anything within your soul. Yeah, but we're uh, talking
1: about NFL here, so.
0: Exactly, so I take those out the window. Nobody has a soul, yeah. but, like, it, 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 uh, but obviously, if we're just talking about pure ability, like, of course, if Deshaun Watson's on the table, you're not going to not go for him. But I think it was also at such a weird time where, like, they were already having a bit of a, a rocky relationship with Baker that to then just completely go like, yeah, we're giving up on you, but we're not going to, like, we're not going to uh, really look for a trade for you and we're not going to just, like, let you walk. <laughs> we're just going to make and you suffer. they were openly,
1: they were publicly, like, calling him names and stuff, like... They just, yeah. hand, I think they handled that so well. Kind of shot themselves in the foot too because they probably could have gotten better than a fifth out of it.
0: Yeah, they, it, they really they, drove the value down,
1: like because they know nobody was gonna like they knew they were trying to get rid of him. So what yeah,
0: heck, yeah, it's like selling a car and then putting in the description like something to the effect of like i don't know they literally
1: they put it on craigslist and said mechanic special <laughs> yeah exactly put let's take it on,
0: 500 bucks
1: that's all we need
0: put it on craigslist and said please just take it from me i just need it yeah, gone for, it's free whoever
1: comes and gets it gets it
0: yeah actually oh i just remember i totally forgot that i i made that analogy to my friend nathan and he was just like <laughs> he like you know was like put it in quotes or whatever it was like uh, t- like listed at twenty dollars, I'll give you five. <laughs> like, will you take five? And it's like, yeah, that's exactly what happened. It was like Baker yeah. Mayfield is on the table. He is a good quarterback. Like we can say he's a good quarterback. He's not the best. He's not the greatest. He's like you said. He at his best, he's he's above average. Right. And I, but like, and, and we'll see.
1: We'll see what Baker we
0: get. Really. Exactly. And we, but yeah, we literally said, will you take five? And they said, yeah, sure. We'll take
1: five. <laughs> yeah, we'll take a five. Uh, that's my whole point is we're, we're going to see what he what he does this year. And I, I'm kind of rooting for him in a sense. Like, I don't like I don't like how the Brian the Browns managed that ending there. So I mean, the, hope hoping- the Browns manage
0: anything. Well, let's be real. No,
1: no, they do not. But um, so I'm I'm hoping he can kind of show him like, hey, like you guys did miss. I mean, again, they have Watson. I'm not saying they they're missing him, but it's like, hey, you, yeah. guys, you guys don't have to be dicks about it. Exactly. Um <laughs> But uh, no, I think, uh, and like like I brought up, he's better than Sam Darnold, and I have kind of been thinking about this with, and maybe this is just me trying to talk myself into the season because there's nothing else better to do, right? But I'm kind of thinking this with the Wentz situation is like, like he's coming into a situation, and you know what wh- you can make of the situation as you want, but at least the team wants him, right? It really yeah. seemed, especially yeah. towards the end there, that the Colts, especially Jim Ursay, did not want him. And right. you could probably feel that and so right. he's coming to a situation where the coaching staff, they, they actually want him and they're working with him and everything. And I think that that does make a little bit of a difference. So, totally. uh, and, and I'm assuming the same way for the Panthers and Baker, they actually yeah. want him. So hopefully that, that helps him out.
0: Yeah. I mean, feel bad for sam i mean we're, we're basically just a qb rescue service at this point like sam darnold's up in new york at on the jets they don't want him anymore we're like you know what sam you just you come on home bud you come here doesn't do well in the season so we're like yeah we'll get another one well actually you know
1: what? i was gonna say to your point about um uh your friend was trying to make well you kind of closed the door on drafting mm-hmm. QB. you said i agree i don't think they closed the door because but also at the same time, you look at their recent history. They had Bridgewater traded, had uh, Sam Darnold traded for Sam Darnold, didn't work out, and now they're trading for bigger. It sounds like they don't want to draft a QB.
0: <laughs> no, right? it's true. Well, yeah. I think I think the I think the biggest reason for that though is because we I mean we're super in like rebuild mode, and like I recognize right. that, right? But I mean, okay, we just spent how many draft picks on a defense? We have built this defense now at this point where like. I don't know. Maybe maybe they're just trying to now focus on drafting more for like offense. I mean, they just they just spent uh, quite a few picks this last on uh, linemen. So, I mean, how much more can you build at this point until you finally get a captain <laughs> to yeah. lead the to to helm the ship and to drive it the right way? You know what I mean? Like we, I feel like it's like how many how many more pieces do you want? And uh, you know, to be fair, I feel like part of the reason behind a lot of this is because Carolina had that elite defense back in 2015 when you had uh, Luke Kuechly, Thomas Davis senior, you had uh, Josh Norman, you had, I mean, you had, you had so many pieces, a Shaq Thompson, uh, what was his name? Bradbury. I think, I mean, you had so many pieces to that defense that it like, it, you know, not, not that it came out of nowhere, but I mean, it was a bit surprising. are like, wait, you're talking Carolina Panthers have like the number one defense in the league right now since when, you know what I mean? And so I feel like it's almost like they're trying to get back to that point because we saw what an elite defense did for our team. But you also have to remember that like at that time, Cam Newton was having like the best season he's ever had.
1: That was his MVP season, wasn't
0: it? It was. Yeah. 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 Wait, was that his MVP? I think it was. Yeah. That was his MVP season. Cause he won, he won rookie of the year, his first season. And then, yeah, that season was his MVP season. So it's like he had the best season he had had his entire career. So like those two things have to go together where you have a quarterback who has an insanely great season and a great defense. Yeah. Right. So
1: exactly. Exactly. Um, well, more NFL news. Um, again, we can't go a week without talking commanders. Um, (laughs) Dan Snyder still refuses to um, talk to the the committee, the hearing that's happening in Washington with him. In fact, um, I think he's just gonna like sail away on a yacht and like forget about the subpoena that they're probably gonna have to do for him.
0: Bro, like, I maybe- mean, at this point, uh, again, how how does he own a team? He's gotta have he's gotta have dirt on somebody. Well, dirt oh. on himself, and he doesn't want. Like, <laughs> no, but like, the like the the fact, we well, yeah, but the fact oh, that oh, he I, still I owns too. a team, he has yeah. to have dirt on so many people for the fact that he still owns a team.
1: Listen, I really think, and I I don't believe it will happen until it actually happens. So, but I do think that the NFL, if they're going to make a decision on that, like kind of force him to, I think they're waiting to he- hear what happens after this this committee, um, and I think. Because if it is really that damning, then they're gonna make like that the focal point. Like, hey, because of this, you gotta go, dude. So I think they're just waiting for this to conclude. But Dan Snyder is definitely not helping that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Um. But yeah, I don't. I won't believe it until it actually happens. Because no,
0: for sure. Easy. I mean, he's he he is the most elusive, uh, most elusive owner on the planet. I mean, you you have yeah. you have people who have lost teams for way less. But then, like, the, just the amount that has that has come yeah, back. Donald, on this guy. Donald
1: Sterling said a few okay, not okay things about.
0: But like, I mean, the amount of of stuff that just comes up about Dan Snyder all the time. Like, how is does he still own a team? That's kind of uh, like uh, we was it was he with was it in our chat? No, I think it was. I think it was in a different chat with some of my baseball buddies that. Uh, It was showing another bad call by Angel Hernandez. He's not even behind the plate anymore. He's a he's a a base ump now, and he still can't get uh he's he still can't get uh calls right. And uh, I was like, I I said to them, I was like, they he has to have so much dirt. On somebody or like a few people, because how is he still an umpire when it is it, it it is statistically proven that his call rate is like way less than the the average like correct call rate. I think it's like it's like below eighty percent and mm-hmm. most other umpires is like above eighty five or ninety percent <laughs> Jeez,
1: yeah, he's got to have the dirt or my Rob Manfred just doesn't care.
0: Um, Well, that too. uh, Rob Manford also doesn't care, but like, dude, come on.
1: Yeah, it's rough. But yeah, uh, I think that'll do it for NFL. Uh, Man, we're actually getting really close to the season, though.
0: Yeah, no, I it's it's always a weird time, like right here in the summer where I'm like, okay, there's not too much going on in sports. There's just baseball pretty much. And then realizing that football is literally like a month away.
1: Yeah, like a month and a half. Yeah, preseason starts like less than a month. So, trading can't start soon, man. It's it's ramping up, and it's getting to that time where I'm actually starting to gain hope, and it's just gonna get crushed by the en- by the end of week four. You watch. Um, but yeah, yeah, let's talk some basketball, man. Lots of stuff going on in basketball. Um, <laughs> I actually want to start the basketball section this time with a really um, awesome uh, article I read about. Um, the NBA came to an agreement with this uh, this uh, charity, sort of uh, um, this foundation. It's called Dropping Dimes, and uh, they're actually this this Indianapolis Indianapolis based um, uh, foundation that try to help former ABA, former NBA, but mostly former ABA um, basketball players, um, you know, who are struggling to pay rent, groceries, whatever they need. They're they're a foundation to help them out. And they've actually been advocating for uh, many years now to get the NBA to sort of um recognize their contribution to the the sport and mm-hmm. not only recognize it, but hopefully like they they were hopefully for some sort of like a uh, some kind of pension almost, you know, gotcha. Yeah. Uh, um And so apparently the the NBA did come to an agreement with with these guys to pay. i mean the the total amount apparently is twenty five million, which sounds like a lot, but there were a lot of players. Mm -hmm. Um, but they are helping some players out. Um, I believe it's about 114 players that they're going to be paying, um, essentially a pension to monthly. And it's based on how long that player played in the ABA and and a few other uh, things. And, um, yeah, so they're, they're going to pay like a certain amount based on how many, how long the player made. And it could be, I think the minimum, um, is like, and again, it's, it's not, it's not, the best money like, but uh the i think the minimum is about like if because the player has to play a minimum of three seasons or longer and mm-hmm. um i believe the minimum would be about 35k a year which is not too not too bad i mean that's 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 something that's helping yeah, something them, right? yeah exactly like and because some of these players like i was reading the whole article man it's really good article we will we'll try to post it somewhere but it's, it's It was sad hearing some of the these stories of these awesome players who played in the NBA, in the ABA, and they just, you know, they're they, a lot of them are reaching that age, you know, 60, 70, 80 now. Some of them unfortunately starting to die, and they're just not in the greatest situations. Like some of them are unfortunately dying under bridges, alone, you know, dying right. homeless, stuff like that. So. Yeah, I just thought that was a really awesome like organization, what they were doing, and that the a- NBA was willing to, to meet them with that. And it's cool, too. I mean, I have a stipulation with this, but it is cool because it's not only the NBA. MB- the NBA is actually splitting this with the NBA's Players Association. So some of that money is literally coming from the players.
0: Yeah, right out of um, their pockets. That's pretty incredible. Right,
1: which is awesome. Yeah. My thing to that, though, is like, come on, NBA. <laughs> you, make, you make enough money. You, you don't Dude, have to I, split it with them, bro. You I know, think of,
0: like, I think about that all the time with like big corporations or like big, like you know, big industries like this. Like, I mean, the the I I will continue to say that the NCAA is the biggest criminal like in the entire planet uh, because that or FIFA, I, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, but it, it, I mean, literally, you are a multi-billion-dollar um, organization. And you can't afford to do certain things for your athlete, like get get yeah. out of here, just get out of here, or like the fact that you can't help like maybe lower tuition or something. Like, come on.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. But again, I want to I I, I want to bring it up. I thought that was really awesome. Um, you know, dropping dimes says that uh, they there are more players that unfortunately this doesn't include. So they're, they're still trying to work with that, work with the NBA, see if there's anything else they can do. But I think this is a great start. I think that's awesome that they're doing it. Um, and really just to, like, acknowledge, it, it's really like I was reading this. They were quoting this one guy who he says he's not, in, you know, he's actually not in the world. He's, he's in a good place financially and everything. He doesn't mm-hmm. necessarily need the money. But yeah. it really, like, for him, obviously some people do need the money. But it's just a it's it's awesome to be finally recognized, too, from the NBA, because he was saying for a long time, you know, when the NBA bought the ABA, that it just it just felt like um, they were the, the second tier, you know, the, the second class yeah. citizens to the NBA. Right. And so right. he just he just feels like it's a good acknowledgement, too. Um, so, yeah, just thought that was a really good feel good story there, too. <laughs> so, yeah, that's pretty wholesome. Yeah pretty nice there. Uh I mean, what else is going to NBA though? Oh, did you I was watch? just okay. going to say
0: let's be honest. NBA is definitely the most wholesome sports organization. Uh um,
1: it, it, it as far as terrible capitalist corporations,
0: it's it's not the worst, I guess. <laughs> okay, that's a that's probably a better way to put it. I just yeah. mean uh we've I mean we've talked about it uh we've talked about it constantly or at least a number of times on the podcast and touted his uh praises if you will but adam silver really does uh a great job of just handling things with like class and progression and understanding and empathy which is very unlike uh two other commissioners we know in uh the other two big three sports in this country so you know for sure
1: yeah yeah they they adam silver definitely puts in the effort and and we appreciate it and so yeah, yeah, I love the story. Um, but yeah, what else is going on in the NBA Connor? right now, man? There's, like, oh, nothing <laughs> going on,
0: right? Yeah, yeah, definitely nothing going on no, with, be- the ja- with the Jazz at all. Yeah, nothing at all, except for uh, some collusion. Some collusion. <laughs> oh, it stinks all the way to the top. It is a full-blown cons- conspiracy. Well, well, let's get I mean, to the first major trade, which is right.
1: kind of old news now, but I think we, we released an episode right before this news came out. Yep. which is the Rudy Gobert got traded to the Timberwolves mm-hmm. for not only a bunch of players but a bunch of freaking picks too. A bunch
0: of picks. Yeah, I mean the Jazz got some value out of that for sure. Yeah, I so mean, they sent I, I mean know. as they should have Rudy, not Rudy Gobert's a great player. I mean, he was worth he was his value is very high, but I, I think he's a great player. I don't I don't I I, don't know, I, the picks I definitely I definitely think that Jazz won that trade for sure, kind of kind of yeah. fleeced the Timberwolves a little bit on that one. but uh yeah I mean he, he definitely he definitely he definitely was a very high value player. was he worth that many picks? I don't know.
1: I mean in today's game, right? <laughs> he kind yeah, of,
0: exactly. I guess, hey, yeah, I guess so.
1: I guess I guess I mean you could look at it as sort of the the capitalist uh, thought of it is. He's worth as much as the market will pay for him, and guess uh, the market paid that much for him. Gosh,
0: yeah, well, I guess Uh-oh. the market—the market is really inflated right now. So why yeah, the hell not?
1: Very inflated, but yeah, they sent uh, Patrick Beverly, Malik Beasley, Jared Vanderbilt, uh, Leandro Bal- Balmar- Balmaro, Walker Kessler, four first-round picks, and they're gonna first-round swap in twenty twenty-six. Wow, five Thanks. five picks there. Yep. Five picks for Rudy Gobert. Now, does this move the needle for the Wolves? Uh, No. Not, I, think not this mo- I think this might move the needle. It could, if it works out. It moves the needle from them being not the 10th seed anymore to maybe, the okay. maybe okay, even true. the 8th.
0: Yeah, okay, true. Maybe? Yeah. It, it moves them from not being one of the worst teams to being a okay team.
1: <laughs> to being a You're thing right. which, I mean, does it get them out of the first
0: round this time? No, not even a little so. bit. I don't think no. so. Um, Anthony Anthony Edwards would have to have the most insane season for a young player in the like like we're talking Michael Jordan levels of like a young player to be able to get them out of the first round.
1: I think they showed this year how they played so well as a team. And that's what I mean, the first playing game cat had the one of the worst games ever yeah and they still won because they played so well as a
0: team uh
1: what i worry about a little bit is they did give up Uh, i mean of course if you you have rudy gobert he's a great defensive player you you take him right they did give up a little bit of depth um with patrick beverly malik beasley and jared vanderbilt a lot of people might say who to some of those names but you didn't watch the timberwolves okay they were actually pretty (laughs) pretty good role players for the timberwolves especially in the playoffs when they're giving fits to the grizzlies um Now again, obviously you take Gobert there. I do. I mean, let let's think. The starting lineup is like um, D'Angelo Russell, Edwards. I don't even know who's going to be there. Three, Cal Anderson, maybe Cat, uh, and then Gobert, right? Yeah. Not on paper, that's not a bad lineup.
0: Yeah, that's on really paper, it bad. is not a bad starting five. Um, now, I, like you said, though, they gave up a lot of their depth. So, like, who comes in and like helps them when they have to when they have to sit out? But yeah. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm intrigued by this move and by this lineup. Yep. Does it move the needle? Not by a lot.
1: No, and my biggest concern is listen, Rudy is a great defensive player, obviously. What two yep. two time defensive or is it three? Three, three, three time. Three time. Yeah. Um <laughs> you're four and you're five right now. And then if Kyle Anderson's your three, your four five your three, four, and five are slow as hell, bro. Like that's Cap- true. Cat barely plays defense as it is, and I yeah. think that's probably why they got Gobert. <laughs> yeah, cat was tired but, of
0: getting his body like, down low. In the
1: in the huge switching game that we play now, these players, they're not those they're not great at switching, Gobert or Cat. So I that, I can see that defensively might maybe being a concern, uh on the court. But yeah. overall I still like the I still like it, but again, it doesn't really
0: yeah, and, and I mean,
1: what, that's what that's why the five picks really, really like are glaring because. It's yeah. like how much does this really move the needle? Right, right. exactly. Yeah, yeah, they
0: yeah. definitely got they definitely got fleeced a little bit on that one. And because um, I mean, the other thing, too, is like Gobert isn't like the most insane offensive presence either. I mean, he's definitely good for quite a few offensive boards and like putbacks in a game. But in terms of like you said, like switching and being able to play that pick and roll and like you know maybe throwing an oop to him, I mean every once in a while. But it's not it's not like he's a is, is a dominating offensive presence either.
1: I mean the biggest thing, a, a huge storyline for the the Jazz in the playoffs were can Rudy Gobert stay on the court? You know can he yeah. be productive yeah. enough and and you know not get on an island enough to to stay on the court in fourth quarters right so i think the same storyline is going to follow him here
0: yeah so well and then okay so so we've talked rudy now let's talk donovan because when this all happened i mean the most of the reports coming out were like well this is just you know utah solidifying their commitment to donovan like especially with the royce o'neill trade as well like they're not afraid to get rid of People in order what? to build well, around. I hey, think this Donovan. is also
1: a, a testament to um, Danny
0: Ainge being brought in. He's that, he's the one that pulling well. the triggers now. He's the one oh Oh yeah, no, totally.
1: Leasing the the Timberwolves now <laughs> like.
0: Yeah, 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 no, exactly. I mean, as much as as much as we hate to sing Danny Ainge's praise, sometimes I mean, he 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 knows what he's doing when it comes to tr- making trades and grabbing picks, and then he built, very he much built holding on to awesome team
1: you could really make the argument he was a huge key no yeah
0: he he boss. definitely did I'm, I'm not i'm i guess i'm not trying to did, i'm not trying to uh knock danny Ainge as a uh as a, a as a basketball uh what's the right word uh connoisseur and builder builder of teams i don't know i can't think of words right now these are just the first executive? things that come to my mind but, yeah basketball executive exactly Like i mean like I'm not trying to totally knock him. I just know, like, I don't know. Sometimes I feel like Danny Ainge was a little overrated, like got a little too much praise. But at the same time, like for, for a reason, though. Um. Anyway, point, point being, though, is a lot of people were saying that this was just showing their commitment, though, to Donovan, that they're not afraid to, to, to uh, right. make moves in order to build a team around him. Well, then it comes out that... <laughs> they saw how much they got for Gobert and now they're, they're entertaining uh, offers for Donovan Mitchell as well. And uh, then in a video, in a, in a video that, I mean, you know, I'm sure Dwayne Wade was just, you know, chatting shit, if you will. Um, But (laughs) someone's like, yo, 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 Dwayne, you're going to bring Donovan to Miami. He just goes, (laughs) yup. and just keeps signing and keeps moving on. Yeah, but it like just, it
1: really was just a yeah sure
0: yeah i was like yeah sure dude but like at the, but i had to laugh because uh obviously you know recently dwayne wade became a part owner in the jazz and uh also we laugh all the time about varsity talking about how uh you know the the, the whole point of the heat getting the heat don't actually get rid of players they just send agents to go recruit other people to the Heat, we always, you know, we always laugh about yeah. the the Heat conspiracy, and so I sent that video in our chat, and I was like, "It stinks all the way to the top." Exactly, <laughs> it's, it's, it's it's going all the way to ownership now.
1: <laughs> that would be really funny because he, he traded to the. That's bro, the only story bro, if, if he gets if, traded to the Heat
0: if 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 Tyler Hero and Duncan Robinson end up on the Jazz it, it is collusion all the way <laughs> like that that video will be used in court to drop fines <laughs> it is
1: pretty crazy yeah but i mean as 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 the resident jazz fan do you think i mean uh, your roster at this point would you rather Try to rebuild again around Donovan or just rebuild totally with a bunch of picks, I guess. I
0: think I think I would rebuild around Donovan for sure.
1: Yeah,
0: I would. I would because he I mean, he's he, we, we've talked about this before, too. He's on not just that he's on every list of the best players under 25 or whatever. Right. He's on our list, I would say, for best players under 25. And I mean, the fact
1: he might be older. he might
0: be twenty five now or twenty six. I mean he yeah. he was under twenty five like in like recently he was he was excuse me he was still on those lists with oh, like yeah. you know He's with, like a like, month Jason, older than me or two yeah months with like me. Jason Tatum and like you know all these guys that, yeah, yeah yeah yeah. Anyway, point being is that like the fact that he came in the same season that Gordon Hayward decided to to leave in free agency for the Celtics. Pretty incredible and and to do what he did for that team is insane
1: wasn't he like a 13th pick or something too like
0: yeah he he i mean obviously he was in a for sure thing yeah obviously he was in the first round but yeah he was like i think it was like 10th or 13th like you said like it was he he was in like one of the double digit pictures i don't think it was ninth. it was either ninth like like right before 10th or it was like right after 10th
1: nobody saw it coming
0: yeah, yeah, no, it, 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 yeah, but like for him to do what he's done, just like coming into the league hot and like being able to produce like he has and become such an incredible player. I mean, how do you not build around a young guy like that with that much fire and that much passion? And I think the goat bear trade, honestly, was a bit of a long time coming because the problem with like, I think it was always kind of known that like Rudy and Donovan didn't really get along, but they got along enough. That, that, where they needed to, to make the team work because they knew neither one was really going anywhere. But Rudy, I mean, he was a longtime jazz player, defensive multiple times, defensive player. The I mean, it was, it was hard to see, to envision a jazz without him, I think, because he was such a demand or a commanding defensive presence. Mm-hmm. And that was, I feel like the jazz kind of started to like, almost hang their laurels on being a defensive team. But then I think they started to realize like, that's yeah, not really the strong suit. Like they kind of, they, they I think we talked about a lot is like they, like when their defense was on, that's when they'd win. But then when it broke down, I mean, it, it was not pretty. And it was, I think it was happening more often than not. So then they realized, okay, one guy just because he's been defensive player they hear a lot, because he's well over seven feet and can block the ball a lot. Uh, he's, he's not, uh, he's not gonna, to win us a championship just from his, uh, talent alone. And so we need other people. But like, I, I don't know. I, my thing is like, yeah, again, if I'm the jazz, I'm Danny Ainge, whatever I'm building around Donovan Mitchell, a thousand percent.
1: But here's the real question, Connor. Um, how uh-huh. are you going to, how are you going to feel watching Donovan on the Knicks next year? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I hate you so much. Bro, if he goes to the he won't go to the Knicks. He won't. If he goes he to the He doesn't have a
1: no no trade clause, so.
0: If he if he goes to the Knicks, Donovan. He's from Mitchell New York, is, isn't he? Yes. If if Donovan Mitchell goes to the Knicks, he is dead to me. He is absolutely dead to me. He doesn't he doesn't exist. He doesn't exist in my world anymore if he goes to the Knicks. Because why would you go to the Knicks? You you want to go from the Jazz who I'm not saying the Jazz are playoff bound or anything. I'm not saying the Jazz are really even making moves to try to win a championship. I mean, well, they are now. They weren't. But you're going go to go – you're going to tell me. You're going to go to the Knicks who uh, – bro, again, the wh- what? What? what is the value that they have for Donovan Mitchell to even consider them? Oh, a hometown hero and it's the Mecca, baby. Like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> Gosh, I hate the Knicks so much. <laughs> like uh, they, they still consider themselves like an elite team, and they haven't been an elite team for so long. It drives me insane.
1: Watch, it's just gonna be RJ Barrett, and, like five picks, and they got him,
0: man. I mean, I, 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 the problem is like I would, I, I hate that I wouldn't be totally mad about that, but I would if <laughs> I would if if it goes to the Knicks. I think it Don't really go to the Knicks. It really
1: sucks because the Jet you uh the jazz don't bring in free agents and to get to have the dude like donovan already it's like to see him leave would really suck
0: i just i just can't see them doing that but like maybe i don't know know.
1: so yeah the the knicks the heat and i guess technically the nets are all again uh in talks apparently with trying to get donovan now that they've they've done that but um let's let's get into the kd news because i think this kind of links because i've seen some people bring in like five team trades which includes like the Knicks the the Jazz the um uh, the Nets obviously um maybe even the Heat and the like the Pacers like oh no the Suns sorry the Suns instead of the Heat there Uh Uh uh-huh and to like send yeah DeAndre Ayton to the to the Pacers Donovan either I think to the Nets or the Heat Uh, and then like uh, or to the Knicks I mean and then setting KD to the Suns and all this stuff and and the Jazz get a oh, bunch sh- of picks out of stop, it. Stop.
0: stop.
1: And I can't wait for that to wozed woes bomb to drop the next like in the next few days. It's gonna be so fun. So <laughs> stupid. Um oh yeah, KD, well, the,
0: go ahead. No, you 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 I, was gonna I say, think man, you're about to KD, summarize it.
1: I feel like the KD news has like when it first drops the first couple days, everybody's talking about it. It's kind of simmered down a little bit. But I think that's when Woe strikes the most.
0: <laughs> it's so true.
1: And those those Woe bombs really hit.
0: I mean, yeah, he he uh man, he knows how to play that algorithm, that's for sure.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I think I think they're just waiting. No, I think I, I think the Nets are just being patient, honestly. Like they don't yeah. necessarily have to trade him. Like they are going to, because obviously you don't want a player of KD stature not wanting to play for you. Yeah. But they really they really don't have to take too much time. I, that I mean, the situation I'm a little bit.
0: Yeah, that whole situation was just so weird, too, because, like, I, you know, so many people were speculating about is Kyrie going to leave? Kyrie's probably going to leave. Oh, man, Kyrie's going to go to L.A. and link up with Braun again and blah, 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 Like, everyone speculated about Kyrie. And then I feel like at, kind of as the Kyrie hype and, like, speculation was dying a little bit, all of a sudden, boom, Katie requests a trade. And it was like, wait, what? <laughs> It was so confusing. and yeah, then and then, and then, and then the KD
1: rumors started up again.
0: Yeah, exactly. And, well, and then potentially KD or the
1: Kyrie. I meant the Kyrie rumor
0: started. Yeah, up again. yeah, yeah, yeah. I knew actually knew what you meant, but yeah. um, but then uh, Katie supposedly like wants to, to potentially package him and Kyrie together. I don't know, it's so weird. It the whole there's thing no is way. so weird. No, there's no way. I mean, I, think,
1: that, I really no. think the Suns have the best deal for him. Because yeah, sure. not only does he sure. say he wants to play there, but they, they can get a few young, a few nice young potential guys. Yeah. Throwing some picks in there. Yeah. I really think that's the best package for him.
0: Well, and the best, you know, speaking of delusional fans, I mean, L.A. and New York are just so on par with each other. Because my favorite was after Katie requested trade, then, oh my gosh, all the Lakers fans coming out of the woodwork trying to speculate how they can get Katie and Kyrie to link up with Braun. And I mean, first of all, you'd ha- they'd have to give up AD. Second of all, they wouldn't have a bench. They would literally just to pay those salaries would only play with like four guys on the court, <laughs> and yeah. n- no one sits. <laughs> like it would be
1: do absolutely,
0: do, it would be absolutely insane to try to make that work. But I, oh my gosh, all the Lakers fans came out of the woodwork to be like, okay, this is how we can make this happen. <laughs> but
1: I mean, they did the Kyrie to the Lakers has heated up a lot.
0: Which, yeah that's true
1: that's true so, it's so interesting to me how like LeBron if, the, if that actually went through LeBron is literally like Thanos to Kyrie like <laughs> my favorite
0: my, it's, it's true yeah he really is like Thanos <laughs> yeah, oh,
1: you couldn't deal with yourself this. so yeah you had to come back to. Him. yeah
0: probably <laughs> probably start calling him little one too like Thanos <laughs> does to his daughter
1: A little one yeah little
0: one I'm sorry little one no sorry little one <laughs> Um, uh, my favorite speculation, though, is like, oh, K- Kyrie just bought a home in L.A. or whatever, or bought a condo or something. And I was like, bro, Karis LeVert has a home in L.A. Like every every p- player has a home in L.A. You got to have your home in L.A. because <laughs> like, you want to
1: spend your winters in Milwaukee. So. Exactly.
0: Like, like, bro, like everybody has a home in L.A. That That is no longer a sign of a player potentially going there. <laughs>
1: Also, I saw that, and I, it, I, I didn't do this. Somebody else like made this point on, I think, on Twitter, where like they sh- the the house they showed, and I, it was like they, he bought this for six million. The house they showed was like there's no way they bought this in L.A. for six million. <laughs> this, this <laughs> yeah, the six million L.A. house is like a, a moderate home, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: Dude, bro, a six million dollar house in L.A. is like a shack
1: yeah so he's like there's no way this is (laughs) it's
0: like uh, that yeah it's like a two-bedroom one-bathroom apartment is six million dollars in la like yeah
1: where do you i mean do you do you have an idea where katie might land i mean i i know the sons are up there
0: uh sons are up there he um, maybe yeah i don't know i mean i mean the knicks uh no no gosh no i mean yeah I really don't know because, like, there, there was also the speculation that, like, the Jazz were kind of doing this to try to land Katie. I really, really doubt that. Like, like bro, Katie, <laughs> he went from the Bay Area to Brooklyn. There's no way he's going to Salt Lake City, Utah. Like, just in terms of, like, geographical location, he, there's no way he's going to Salt Lake City, Utah. There's no,
1: there's no beach house on Salt Lake City? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah exactly i mean yeah you want to go to the great salt lake There, there's definitely no houses on that lake it's um, nasty um but also uh it <laughs> wasn't he, he he was one of the wasn't i just remember this actually wasn't he one of the driving forces talking about how he really hoped that uh utah lost when he was with the warriors he was like really hoping utah lost some uh game it was like one of the one of the the determining games whether or not they played the warriors in the playoffs. And it was because they hate there was no nightlife in Salt Lake. <laughs> yeah, was it him or was that? Oh, I think I it was him, it was like him and Draymond both kind of like added to that. <laughs> yeah, they hate the nightlife in Salt Lake. Yeah, anyway, there yeah, no. anyway, for that point alone, there's no way he goes to Salt Lake. But there there was a lot of speculation he actually might end up in Salt Lake somehow with like all the picks they just got for Bear and everything else they could offer for him. Yeah. But if you um, believe
1: if you believe the rumors too, which there was a thing where uh, a report came out that said he, if like, say he did go to the Heat, he would want to, he would want Lowry, Butler, and Bam, maybe even Hero all to stay on the team. And it's like, bro, you, you're asking the world here. Like, there's I no mean, way they trade you and, and not a few of
0: those guys have to go. Homie, he signed with the Warriors that kept, they were able to keep Steph, Clay, Draymond. Of course he expects that. <laughs> right,
1: but he, he, he already that. has his contract in this case. I mean
0: work. true but I'm just saying like yeah he, he I mean you you look at the teams he's been in the past what is it now 7 years or something mm-hmm. like that where he went to the Warriors who had all of those pieces and were able to keep all of them the whole time then he went to Brooklyn where they went oh you want Kyrie we'll get you Kyrie oh you want Harden we'll get you Harden yeah. like it, it doesn't matter KD feels like he he is god when it comes to Like he's a magnet for any any potential star or any any current star, and nothing can stop him. So yeah, of course he expects that from the Heat.
1: Fair enough, fair enough. I but that's why I go back to I think the Suns can give up the best package with with keeping the best team intact for him to come
0: to. Yes, yeah, no, I agree. I mean, I know. Yeah, there's a lot of Heat speculation as well. I I and that's not just because I
1: want to see KD play.
0: (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah, here yeah, because you're because you're, you're right around the corner. That's true. Yeah. yeah, that has nothing to do with it for sure. Definitely nothing not gonna. About. Definitely not gonna get a Durant the Valley jersey. Definitely not. Yo, that'd be pretty sick. I know, right? <laughs> I actually, I was I actually thinking about getting a, a Paul one, but I'll get a Durant. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. I mean, I actually, it, uh, I really thought about like if he did end up on the Heat, I was like, yo, I'm gonna have to get a Durant Vice jersey. Like, I have to.
1: Yeah, that would be sick. A Durant Vice jersey.
0: I still need, I still kind of want a Dwayne Wade one. I said if Dwayne Wade went back to the Heat when they, because they, they, Dwayne Wade was like on the calves or something when those jerseys were introduced the mm-hmm. first time, or maybe he was still, maybe he was in Chicago, something like that. And I was like, yo, if he ever goes back to the Heat and they make a Dwayne Wade Vice jersey, I have to get one. I still haven't got one. I need to get one. You got it. You got it. You got to. Um, I think the only other thing in like NBA news that comes to mind is uh, Aiden, the the whole thing with DeAndre Aiden. I know, I know you were talking that, about like that is some five-way we'll, trade or whatever, but like, so this just let's came out. Let's talk about
1: that, but there is one more thing that we need to Oh, okay. On, okay. So, uh,
0: yeah. So, I mean, this isn't like a huge thing. I mean, kind of is a huge thing, but like um, this, uh, th- yeah, this offer came out. Uh, he's a restricted free agent, I guess, DeAndre Aiden. Um, from... from from all places, the Indiana Pacers offered a four-year, $133 million maximum offer sheet. Uh, Suns had 48 hours to match. Uh, already saw a report that the Suns matched it by the end of the day, right? Yeah. So um, so anyway, Suns, Suns have matched it. Uh, it's looking most likely that he'll probably re-sign with them. And I know you brought up like, oh, well, they're probably just doing like a sign and trade But it did say that they're they were not indicating. I mean, granted, that doesn't mean anything. Teams can do whatever, whatever they want, and and who knows how much they like let loose or whatever in, in yeah. that sense. But um, it did say that there there was very little indication that this was a sign-and-trade situation. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't no, know.
1: I, I still think he gets t- traded because I think the Pacers... I re- And if they are bringing in Durant, I don't think they, they would be able to keep Aiton. That's I don't true.
0: Know. Not on that contract, for sure. So he would definitely have to be part of a trade in that.
1: Yeah. Sense. So it would yeah. make sense to put him in a sign and
0: trade. Right. But Pacers is such a weird landing spot for him, well, though, because like. Yeah. Like, well, I just I just meant like this move from the Pacers is so weird, because like, his I mean, not a bonus, which of a bonus. And, uh, and bring another uh,
1: center in. I don't get it. I don't get yeah,
0: it. it. Like not not that like because like so one of my one of my buddies uh, shout out Gray, he's a huge Pacers fan. And he was like, oh, man, like, because I, I sent him this the the report from Woj or whatever. And he's like, oh, what does this mean for Miles Turner? Because like, he's a huge Miles Turner fan, too. He just, like, loves yeah. the guy. And I was like, I mean, DeAndre Ayton is definitely a better center, I would say, than Miles Turner. But at the same time, like, again, going back to what we always talk about, does this move the needle for the Pacers? No. Not at all. Like, the, like this is just such a wild move from the Pacers where it's like, bro, I, 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 <laughs> I just, I feel like the... I feel like the Pacers, uh, you know, they're like, they're, they're just constantly in like rebuild mode, but they just have no idea or any direction of how to go about it. And they just like, they just throw a bunch of stuff at the wall and hope it sticks and hope a championship team comes out of it.
1: They're constantly in like, oh, they're a scrappy seven seed.
0: <laughs> like, it's so true. I mean, I, it just seems like ever since, uh, you know, Paul George era, indiana i mean like they've always been trying to get back to that like level of competitiveness but they don't do (laughs) anything or make the right moves to do it
1: yeah no and i i think it's so bizarre i kind of already mentioned it but you make the trade to get rid of sabonis who's in i argue i'd rather have sabonis honestly yeah i feel like he's more skilled than aiden is yeah so you make the move to get rid of him and then you bring in another center to have a similar situation with that you already had with uh, my with my uh, Miles and DeAndre, I don't get it. But obviously it's, they want. Oh, go ahead.
0: Yeah, no, I was just gonna say. It's just, yeah, it's just weird all around. Like it just makes it makes zero to no sense of yeah. uh, uh, or little to no sense of why they would do this. And also the fact of the matter too, in my opinion, DeAndre Aiden, he is a good player but he wasn't that great until Paul or yeah, until uh, I was at Paul George till Chris Paul came in and like really helped him develop as a player. And so like, does he, does he still compete so, at that I same mean, level without
1: Chris Paul? He's still young, but I think he still has a lot of maturing and kind of figuring out his own game still. Yeah. Cause yeah, like I agree. I think Chris Paul definitely
0: helped him out a lot. Uh, Like, He even admitted it. He admitted that Chris Paul helped him become the player he is now.
1: But it's just like, but in the Pacers, you're going to have a bigger role and all this stuff. So you're really going to have to figure out. um,
0: Yeah. I just don't think he's ready for that. You you would all be the go-to
1: guy in in that situation, wouldn't he? Yeah, exactly. That's what I mean. Like
0: like he's, he's not really ready for that level of responsibility to be like the guy on a team.
1: Or maybe he isn't. It shocks the world, but maybe I don't, I, 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 I don't really buy this whole Suns... That's why... The, the other reason why I'm like... It has to be a sign-and-trade. is because I don't really buy this whole BS that the Suns are putting out there. Because they they didn't extend him. And it really sounded like they weren't really trying that hard to extend him. They apparently didn't offer him an offer sheet. Which is not that unusual, to be honest. Uh, especially for a really uh, for a good player like, like Nathan. Because uh-huh. they know they're probably they know somebody else is going to give them the most, so they're like, yeah. okay, I'll just match that, you know. Yeah. So that's not the most unusual, but it's like they really didn't try to extend him that hard. It seemed like, or and they didn't extend him, and then they didn't offer him anything, and then they're just trying to match it. I just think it's a bunch of folly. I think they're just trying to trade in. You know? What are
0: the What are the actual benefits to a sign and trade? I don't really understand that. Well, I guess because oh, so you get something out a, of it, right?
1: Well, in a trade, you can you can make the the salary, you can go into the negative in the salary cap more so in a trade than if you sign somebody, you can't go into the negative.
0: Oh, I see what you're saying. Okay. Yeah. So there's a
1: little more flexibility that way.
0: Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Well and I also kinda like realized that was a dumb question on my own part because I was like, well, because then obviously the sons if they sign him then, trade him, then they get something back for them rather than just like cutting them loose for nothing
1: or that that's how the, also that's how they could make the money work because they send it instead of cutting those players and they still owe those players and they send those players that way anyways or right right, like. right right so yeah weird one but i'm pretty sure he's going to be involved in the kd trade somehow we'll see yeah um, let's move on oh, to
0: so, oh go ahead real quick speaking of, i forgot part of the baker news That the best part of like why this was such a like easy like easy decision. Sorry, it just came to me when we were talking about salary. Sure. The Browns are also paying part of his salary. Oh yeah, they're paying like two thirds of it this year, aren't they? Yeah, they're like paying like ten million. So like the Browns are paying most of his salary and we all we had to give up was a fifth round. Done. Easy money. Anyway, moving on. Go ahead.
1: That's true. That's true. Um, no, the the last NBA news I wanna say is Um, the NBA Board of Governors uh, had a meeting and they were talking about um, two main things um, and they actually came to some interesting resolutions here the first thing is the transition take foul now if you don't know what this is it's essentially like a team gets a fast break opportunity and the opposing team one of the players will just foul them in transition to stop the fast break right right um, if you've ever had a, if you've ever watched a game with Jeff Van Gundy, um, <laughs> you know, he's the number one anti take foul guy, but honestly, I'm kind of on his side. I think it, it doesn't make a lot of sense. You're giving up a foul. And a lot of times I would see like you're, you know, it, it would be anybody to take the foul. So a lot of times it would be your best player taking that foul. I'm like, why, why are we giving up fouls like this? This easy. I don't understand. Um, but the, yeah, apparently, so the penalty now, if that, if it is determined to be a uh, take foul, is that the offensive team that was, that had the opportunity will get one free throw and, and the, and they, they retain possession. So essentially you get, you get a, a point as a penalty really in that case. Yeah. um But I do think it's good that they are trying to address it because I really didn't, yeah I, I didn't like it i really didn't like it i was kind of i don't think i was as vocal or as crazy as Jeff Van gundy was about it
0: nobody's but, as crazy as Jeff Van gundy but oh uh. no,
1: but i was definitely on the side of it which didn't make a lot of sense to me i didn't like taking the foul i didn't like and as watching the game you're interrupting you know, another foul you're literally interrupting a fast break which is some of the most exciting stuff in basketball so yep yep so yeah as a as a viewer it, it makes sense to try to quell that so we'll see if this actually works does um, this does this
0: um also affect like garbage time or like i shouldn't say garbage time but like you know like the the last two minutes of the game where they're just fouling people to try to like get back in the like no so that, game. How that, that is
1: that is defined differently that is a okay like, an intro foul okay this is I I and I'm guessing this is what they mean. But yes, but this is literally defined as like it's a transitional take foul. So it's literally, okay. literally a fast break opportunity that they that they stop. God is this- okay. Yes. Um Yeah. So, yeah, they pretty much just added a free throw which they which yeah, I don't I, I don't mind. I, I I'm curious to see if it actually actually quells them cuz it's like one point. I don't know. We'll see. But the other thing was that they're actually um they pretty much agreed on to do an NBA play-in tournament during the season for all of the teams um and I believe wait it starts yeah it starts this season um it's going to be in um oh I'm sorry oh no no I'm sorry I'm sorry that was a different uh, the different ruling they were they're talking about they didn't they didn't actually agree on that sorry this is this is uh, the playing tournament um, is official now because when they first voted oh, okay. on it a couple of years ago, it was only yeah. for a two year trial, and so oh, now, okay. it's so now official. it, it's officially part of the game.
0: So I, I, like, that it. I like it. I like the playing yeah. tournament. personally. I love it.
1: I think it's so fun.
0: Yeah, I, think it's great. I I do still think they need to cut down the amount of games in the postseason. It's incredibly too long, but I love the play-in tournament. Yeah, but they need to, they need to make the first round just the first round best of like
1: five i'm right there with you man we've talked about it before the first round needs to be five and i think that's i think that's a perfect amount of cut especially now that we have the i agree
0: tournament. i agree yeah because you got the playing tournament sudden death for all well, for the most part and then you've got the uh and then you've got the the and then you do best of five and then you can do best of seven great yeah but like it, it, oh on. my gosh postseason is so freaking long <laughs> Best all of best it of seven is. and it really seems longer this year it did well it really i we had a lot of extended series i feel like this year
1: it really seemed longer i'm not sure what that is but uh yeah
0: connor you want to take baseball at all Nah, i mean yankees are dominating <laughs> <laughs> there's nothing well, we gotta to talk about
1: we gotta talk about our orioles though right 10 games okay. in a
0: row so it's funny because okay yeah it was like we kind of talked about this right before we started recording i mean mm-hmm. hey go birds i'm all about the orioles um we, we, you know, we were talking to, like, Orioles kind of hold a special place in my heart. I so One of my first memories was when uh, we were living in Maryland and going to Camden Yards and getting those little ice cream helmets or whatever as a kid. Like, definitely one of, like, my first memories ever. Um, so, like, I'm always, like, a low-key Orioles fan, even though I'm definitely a diehard Cardinals fan. Um, yeah. But <laughs> it's funny that, like, the Orioles are getting all those attention. When uh, Seattle is also on a 10-game That's one That's true. Which is and,
1: kind of funny because two of the shittiest teams in the last few years. Uh, yeah,
0: exactly. Decided. Exactly. But which, is, which is, I, I guess it's kind of funny because I mean, I guess it's I guess it's bigger news for the Orioles because it actually puts them like in contention with the other teams above them right now. Where yeah, one
1: game above five hundred now too. So
0: and that and and whereas Seattle, it's they're still eleven games back from the Astros.
1: So like it didn't really. Oh my god! Are you serious? I actually yeah. didn't realize that.
0: Yeah, there's still 11 games behind the Astros, but up uh, but Seattle is in number two in the AOS, so great pair, I guess. But it's just I don't know. It's just kind of funny that it's like we're touting these teams for uh, <laughs> like this 10 game win streak when it's like, wow, you, you really did it, guys. You got to not as sucky, <laughs> right? I just think it's uh,
1: it, as long as they can build off of it, we'll see, I guess, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, it'd be cool to see them go on a kind of a, a run, but like, I just don't think anyone's catching up to the Yankees. I mean, the Yankees, the the Rays are the closest, and they're fourteen games behind them. The Yankees are just killing yeah. it this season. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I mean, if we're just going to go through it, Minnesota. Well, there you, is,
1: um, isn't a bigger playoffs this year though? More teams?
0: Uh, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. I would have to double check like, I, exact, like the details on it because I can't remember. But yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, so I want to say the, they do have expanded playoffs. Yes,
1: I think. Yeah, it starts this year, right? So, yeah, yeah, interesting. Um, but yeah, that but that does put Baltimore and Seattle right into the wildcard race. So, uh, yeah, right there, yeah,
0: pretty cool. Um, sure. now if Go only,
1: ahead. um, the Angels could do anything at all besides their top two, players.
0: They besides waste their entire talent. We we've talked,
1: I think we talked about this the last three
0: episodes, We talked about right. it endlessly, man.
1: But man, I mean, they keep setting records and they are so bad <laughs> like the, the 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 team is so bad while the two players are just constantly setting records and constantly demolishing it I mean, <laughs> record, like i think I uh
0: understand. i think john boy media put it the best they they had some posts they, they were showing some video of a uh, shohei like basically giving back to some fans a little bit or whatever like in the middle of a game and it was saying something about like uh, besides completely carrying the sport of baseball on his shoulders, Shohei still finds time for his fans. <laughs> it's like it's so true. I mean, him and Mike Trout are literally the face of baseball right now on yeah. the shittiest team. <laughs> <laughs> like it is. It is absolutely wild how well. And and I I actually saw it recently too. What was it? Uh, after after letting Joe Madden go they are i can't remember what the exact uh what their exact record is but they are like it's like a 0.08 per, or 0.8 chance of winning or something like that <laughs> like it's so bad like they they let joe madden go and then they went like i think it was like 10 in, or it, it wasn't no it wasn't 10 and 20 because it wasn't like a 50 percent. it was like I can't remember exactly what it was, but it was bad. It was real bad. Like it was like okay, so obviously Joe Mann's not the problem. Like, the, like the, <laughs> just let these guys no. go. Let them go to other teams. Like, and like they locked in Trout for so long. And I was like, dude, Trout. I know. Like, you, I mean, secure you the know, bag. You know, secure go get the ba- family. Sure. Well, like, yeah, secure <laughs> the bag. Show your loyalty. You know, be that guy that's like, oh, I'm. I, you know, try to be like Kobe, where you you're on the same team for your entire career. But like at some point you but, have got to let go because it is the angels
1: track, right? Like, yeah, exactly.
0: Exactly, man. Like, like, oh my gosh. Yeah. No, it's
1: terrible. It's terrible. Uh, and it's so sad to see.
0: we'll see if we talk about it next. Did week. we, did uh, we talk, did we talk about trout? Uh, uh, I, th- I don't think we did. He was, he was, uh, mocking his pitcher in the outfield. Like not too long ago, did we talk about this? No, I don't. Well, he remember. wasn't. He wasn't mocking him. What he was doing was he was <laughs> like he, he was mocking a disabled guy in the parking lot. <laughs> like, like whoa, okay. <laughs> yeah, did you see Trout become the biggest douche <laughs> ever? Uh, no, he basically what he was doing is, I mean, he was mimicking his pitcher, but it's because yeah. his his pitcher was uh, tipping pitches. Which, if you don't know what that is, it's where like because what most pitchers do is they're obviously hiding what pitch they're about to throw and but the way their the pitcher was like like moving his glove and his hand his body like altogether, he was tipping pitches, and Trout was in the outfield, like with the most confused look on his face, and then like mimicked what the what the pitcher was doing, and then just kind of like put his hands up, like "What the fuck are you doing, man?" <laughs> and, like, and the camera caught him, and that went around because it, it was like, "Yo, even like Trout is just suffering out here." <laughs> like he can see from center field what the pitchers doing. <laughs> oh my god!
1: Yeah, that's like. <laughs>
0: Oh, man. Well,
1: that'll do it for baseball. And actually, that'll probably do it for this episode, man. Um, I
0: think so. Yeah.
1: But thanks, for everybody, for listening. Um, As always, please share with uh, your friends, family, anybody you think you might like the podcast. Um, Connor, what did we learn today?
0: Um, You know, honestly, Neil, I think if we've learned anything, it's that the Knicks, I I think we've finally determined the Knicks are the most delusional team. And that's coming from uh two people that deal with a heat fan on a weekly basis
1: <laughs> i thought you were gonna say that's coming from a wizards fan
0: uh, <laughs> that too
1: uh yeah yeah uh, Go go end. but yeah everybody uh go follow our socials if you want to in the description of the episode and um uh, until next week
0: see ya